on the dad what? Dad bod rap. Dad bod. Dad bod rap. Dad bod. And now it's time for the Dad Bod Rap Pod with your hosts Damon Carter, David Ma, and Nate Leblanc. Three underground rap nerds walked into a bar. Argument ensued about who the goats are. The seed was a thought that would turn into a pod. Now fans worldwide say, Not a bad job, the ad hoc cab squad who chronicles the vanguard of hip hop at large. Rap taste slacked off, don't need to be mad, dog. Look no further, it's the dad bod rap. They wanna know if I'm a man or not. My mouth dropped when she came out the tanning spot. Uh, her walk mean ass green like shamrock. Like shamrock. She loves shrimp fried rice and lamb chops. And lamb chops. I'm from Plymouth Road. We send low shoes and centerfold. She just drove. Podcasting be home live from underwater. It is the Dead Bod Rap Pod. My name is Damone Carter, aka Dim One. He is Nate LeBlanc. How's it going? Good, good, good. We're back. We back in this motherfucker. Um, and speaking of motherfuckers, we have <laughs> Mr. David Ma. How's it going, Doug? Hey, good to see you guys during the uh, storm of the century. Yeah, so I know for people who live maybe in Europe or Canada or places with actual weather, to hear us complain about weather is like some bullshit. But this time we mean it. Like there, w- there was uh, a the major a- storm. Atmospheric rivers are no joke, dude. The atmospheric river, no slug, came through <laughs> town <laughs> and uh, doing real damage. Like trees and shit uprooted. Um, my girlfriend called me screaming because like half of a tree fell onto her front door. Uh, everybody's on my side is good, though. I hope every everybody and y'all collective lives are doing all right. Um, and thanks for swimming over here. SpongeBob, the whole operation's under the water. <laughs> <laughs> the entire operation's underwater. Uh, but we still in here. Uh, glad to be back. We had a somewhat of a restful break. I feel like our break was filled with like calamity and and it was for me. And, uh, and if chaos. you guys can believe this, me, the protagonist of life, got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. It stole my energy for two weeks and still I still feel like weakened. Yeah, by right. having got it, dude, it was crazy. Um, and I moved houses, which always makes you think so hard about not being a record collector. Man, listen, anytime I think about getting back into the game, I, I think about shit like that. But I'll, I'll have to to carry carry that. Dave, how, how was your break, man? It was good. It was good. Um, just a lot of um, downtime um, uh, from teaching, which is the only reason I broke. And, and weren't you very briefly on strike? Yes, for, the, for literally one day. Okay, so, that, so that it's like not even enough to like enjoy it. Not at all. Actually, it made things more difficult because we had to prepare for the strike. Right, and then it being off just made me it just created hella work beforehand. Did you pick it? No, no, I would have. Okay. I would have. You ain't got a lot of. We didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wicked like Wilson Pickett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but it was good. It was good, man. Um, it's just this weather has uh, kind of got me down. You know what I mean? For sure. That seasonal affective. Totally. totally. Yeah. Uh, seasonal, seasonal defective over here. Uh, <laughs> all of us <laughs> hanging in there. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the break. It's one of those things like where I had 
big dreams about things that I wanted to do during the time when we actually weren't recording and then really didn't do any of them. Right. But I thought about some things in depth, so um, I'm feeling feeling good about that. But we are back. We've got really dope interviews lined up for y'all in the next couple of weeks. I can't even begin to begin. But let's start with Bruiser Wolf, one of our favorite peoples, who you'll hear this interview in just a moment. Um, Dave, I... You, you plugged it once again. Thank you so much. Um, did you forget, like I forget, that Bruiser Wolf is like low-key a friend of ours? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, it was really cool. I mean, you know, given our rapport that we built with him after the first record, um, it was cool just to give him a text and be like, yo, when are you free? You know what I mean? And a shout-out to Andrew Barber, too, as well, who uh, kind of is directing some of his press. And uh, hopefully they're going to have Andrew on as well. Big fan of what he does. For sure, yeah. Uh, Bruiser Wolf told me I ask good questions. Yeah, yeah. I, do. I was like, well, you write good couplets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super dope interview. I did not know he remembered us. That was amazing. Totally. Um, we've been doing a thing lately. I'm sure those of you who listen closely will be able to tell we ask people for drops. Yeah. And it, it makes us, even very nimble-tongued rappers, stumble <laughs> around on the right. the sonance of the dad, the bod, the rap, the pod. Yep. It's, it's supposed to rhyme. It's supposed to make sense to them. Right. It the doesn't the R, make sense P. to any of them. And it shows us how few people realize what show they are doing. Because yep. <laughs> like, yep. we never make a big deal out totally. of it. We're just some Zoom in their press day. Right. And then some people know and, like, you know, have we've got a little rapport with. But even Bruiser Wolf, who was so friendly and, like, wants to send us shirts and stuff, he's like, it's called what now? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is y'all? Um... But yeah, it was, it was cool of him to spend some time with us. And we did spend a lot of time, and you'll hear it, talking about his penchant for punchlines, which I think, in some ways, prior to Dope Game Stupid, I kind of thought I was over things like that. He His punchlines are presented in such a way that it almost feels old schoolish. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone. But um, yeah, it just it got me thinking about can I just interject real quick? I know you're in the middle of a sentence. Like, old school, like, early radio patter. Like, yeah. that old school. Like, yeah. pre-rap, like, Like, King talk. Tim the Third. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's like, older than the school you may be thinking of. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I that's kind of what I was going for. I feel like um, he brings this... Innocence is the wrong word, because he is just talking about coke the whole time. <laughs> but... <laughs> but girl. Yeah, it's it's almost like he turned the clock back on on metaphors and similes and um, is it presenting him in, in such a way that I think a lot of really good rappers would be too cool to do. I don't know if that is that if that's making sense for anybody, but uh, this is semi related. You'll see how it connects in a second. I was reading some Reddit outrage today about kids who were mad that Killer Mike won the Grammy over yeah. Travis Scott sure. and some older head in a move like maybe one of us would do were we on Reddit rap threads posted some Travis Scott I'm doing big air quotes you guys can't see lyrics <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like saying weird sentence fragments and then 20 ad libs yeah and yeah and it was just like it was just like yeah you guys think this is the album of the year but like Killer Mike is rapping Right. Rapping, He's rapping, rapping, rapping. So yeah. it's nice to see rapping, rapping um, recognized in that way, I guess. We're not going to do a whole Grammys thing. And I heard he left the show in handcuffs. Yeah. LAPD, like, man, strikes again. Yeah, crazy. But 
uh, Bruiser Wolf is doing like a style that would be unrecognizable as hip hop to someone who listens to like future and forward only. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you guys listen to this like nursery rhyme? Right. A little bit. And it's like, yes. It's so clever. Like we we're gonna get into some of the lines in a second. Just on the way over here, I had to pull over twice to like I it's so much in the way he says it. Yeah. That like when you say it out loud it doesn't even sound good and they're not grammatically correct. Right. But him bending the syllables to make right. these different meanings is so dope. And I just have to say this because I think I'm the only person who thinks this. It really reminds me of Capital D from All Natural. Interesting. And like oh. he has a style where he's like he he's like um, he breaks apart words. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked to him about it in our episode. If you guys want to check that out, it was last year sometime, I think. And Bruiser Wolf gets in there and does that with phrases and with things that kind of sound alike enough. And in yeah. his, like, high pitch kind of, like, bendy delivery, right. yeah. he makes it work. He doesn't have to change it so much it's unrecognizable. It's so dope. Mm-hmm. 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 And his timing, like, the sort of pauses and stuff, it's very kind of comedic timing. Totally. Kind of drops for the timing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I have to say, his singing really improved in between the two records. Yeah, it seems like like any good sequel I think about, because we had Dope Game Stupid in 2021, the new record My Story's Got Stories. I One of the reasons I think it's so good is because it does what a good sequel must do, is give you more of what happened in the first that right. you liked. Right. Right, without necessarily overdoing it, he introduces some new wrinkles into his shit. But for the most part, you're you're getting everything that was cool about Dope Game Stupid um, plus right, on, right. on this record. You want to level up without a, without rehashing, right? Yeah, yeah, which is which is hard. And he talks a little bit about some of the things he's actually tired of doing, which I thought was super interesting. I'll let y'all peep that. But uh, Nate, why for you is is Dope game stupid. Uh, why not do dope game stupid? My story's got stories. Why is this one of the dopest follow-ups you've heard in a while? Uh, I just I want to keep listening to it, and like it there. It just when it when in modern music in the modern oceans of content world we live in. If I'm running things six and seven times, I hadn't even really taken it in enough to like really banter with him about some of the lines yet. Like you had. You you had the uh, the yay and Kim line mm-hmm. that you could I, w- I really wanted to give that to him but I I was still absorbing it mm. um, but there's so much to take in every time I listen to it I catch a new little thing I think the um, working with a couple of different producers and sprinkling in some different sonic backdrops definitely made a, it a more compelling listen though I love Rappy's production on the first one I think it's Absolutely. great and Absolutely. how they fit together is great and Rappy did the majority of the work here and it is. It, it's fucking phenomenal, but um, I just think because of his style, you could listen to it on a surface level and laugh at the dick jokes or whatever, but when you listen, like, 20 times, yeah. you're like, oh, right. I didn't even get that. Now I'm starting to get it, and, like, that yeah. I love. And it's 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 not like a Billy Woods where you're, like, reading a novel. It's like a, yeah. like Canterbury Tales or something. Where it's oh, like that's a good call. You know, it's <laughs> it's like limerick it's, almost. It's more ribald than you might be thinking. It's more yeah. deep than you might be thinking. On its surface, it's just like oral history of a Detroit player mm-hmm. with right. some jokes. But, no, there's depth to it. It's 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 just so good. Yeah, yeah uh, Dave, how, how is the album striking you? Uh, one of the best sophomore albums maybe ever. Um, and... Um, 
I know that Pitchfork gave it what, like a six-one or something like it that. It did give it a six-one. And you know, um, you know, um, I'm sure Alphonse is an astute journalist, but um, I mean, I would have given it at least a seven point five. I mean, an eight actually. Yeah. I mean, we're not Just comparing the it. Standard underground rap score is like a seven two to five. Totally. Right. And I don't know how this isn't that. We're not compa- we're not comparing it to Illmatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, given the landscape right now, it's definitely an eight at the very least. And he is, you know, uh, I think of this. I think of you, Damone, because you're like uh, rapping is uh, slick talk. Yeah. And he is just yeah. the master of slick talk. Yep. And um, Nate mentioned this earlier, but shout out to the production too. Um, Rafi's beats, who handles the majority. Rafi handles the majority of the beats, and I think those are incredible. Harry Fraud's beats. Yeah. And Skywalker as that, well. Um, Harry Fraud has yet another memorable producer tag. He's like, you're a wizard. Wizard Harry. Harry. Yeah. That's, yeah. So That's hilarious. I yeah. like that one. From Harry Potter, I'm assuming. Okay. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the, the production palette on this one, again, it varies up just enough. It gave you mm-hmm. what you wanted from the first one. Um, I'm surprised about what surprises me about this is how much I got into the song with Trinidad James. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, at first I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to do there. Probably not going to be my jam. Um, but, you know. I have to say I'm not there yet. It's <laughs> currently a skipper for me. And th- this I've been waiting since the album dropped to make this joke to you guys. Do you think when Zaloopers gets in the studio, he's like, oh, I like that beat, but could you make it more annoying? <laughs> <laughs> Every beat he's on is this, like, clanging, like, repetitive, like, loud, bright. Hey, he's like, you're going to compete thing. with nobody does it bigger or more obnoxious it's than so Zaloopers. It's yeah. dude, to hear... Danny Brown makes total sense in that world. To hear Bruiser Wolf in that world is, like, really, really funny to me. And that song is currently a not-every-time-listened-to song for me. No, you and Lucia don't just, don't just slap two bad bitches when you're on the, <laughs> on the way to the, to the new pad, or no? I guess not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like everything Bruiser Wolf does on this album is with a lot of intention. It's, mm-hmm. is, it isn't just, like, churned out to churn it out because he had to do another album. And we sat around and wondered openly on this podcast, like, what's going on? He dropped something in 2021 right. that was so dope, and um, there was a huge gap. And sometimes, you know, not every rapper takes advantage of that. You'll hear Bruiser Wolf talk about uh, that period in a little bit when we get to the interview. But let's talk about the bars, um, because that is the main event on a Bruiser Wolf record. Um, so I asked the brethren here to pick out a couple of their favorite bars that they will recite in Bruiser Wolf voice. <laughs> um, let's start with you, Dave. Um, well, dude, there's so many great bars strewn throughout the album. Um, one that I like, and actually I picked two. Uh, one's a quick one, which is, it starts and ends with me, like we spell in meme. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Hilarious, dude. And I kind of had to run it back because I thought he said it starts and end with, ends with me like we spell in me. And I was like, ooh, uh, that's not quite it. But, but Technically w- true, but not really clever. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was con- I'm always like, you know what? I, I didn't get it yet. Right. Like, right. I have to keep running that's it. That's the multiple listen. Right, right. I mean, it's not a challenging album, but it does, uh, it does evoke like you going back to it, you know. Absolutely. Um, the other line is I actually cheated because I picked a line off a of bruiser's cut off of Blockhead's album because ah. I love it so much yeah. and, yeah. Poppy and you seeds. know the poppy seed line yes uh, which I jointly texted Damone one night <laughs> um, my pullout game is weak she's saying poppy please she knows she can make bread with this poppy seed oh <laughs> chef's kiss dude that is so on. funny and now I want a bagel 
<laughs> Everything, Everything bagel. Uh, Everything but the bruiser? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, wrong poppy. Different poppy. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, Nate, what about you? The, I have so many. I know. I know. Um, the one, the one of the ones that initially <laughs> caught me is like, the snub nose ring. Like, it got a piercing. Oh, man. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so crazy. And the, this, one is, this one I pulled over to write in the car on the way here. He's like, Aaron 12 for real. Still remember how that man both feels. <laughs> There's so many different layers to that. Right, I'm right. like, Aaron 12, who the fuck is that? I've heard of Adam 12. Aaron and then I was like, 12. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron 12, Rogers. like Aaron Rogers. And then yep. Lambo, but it's like Lambo, like the field, but also like the car. Yeah. Yep. And then how it felt, he just switches it up to say it as field. Feel. That's yeah. so To your point about too. the bending. There's right. like 24 Words. different like, totally. things going on in totally. that line. It's so tight. And, and it doesn't feel forced. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and also, you could just listen to it and be like, yeah, Packers reference. Totally, totally. Day, but then yeah. you don't catch the other versions right. of it. Right. And it's still an effective rap line. Right. And then this one is uh, where he goes like, I love Naughty by Nature, but I'm not down with the OPP. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just fuck the right. ops. Something fuck the, the ops. ops, yeah. Like, yes, oh yes. My God, Let's dude, go. That's so clever. Totally. I never, I, you know, the word ops has been in our parlance for many years. I never put it together right. with, like, referencing it to OPP. Totally. That's crazy. Totally, totally. So dope, dude. Yeah. And I have to give a huge shout out to the hooks. When you, even just the subtle shift mm-hmm. of, like, G's and Hustlers, classic reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just mm-hmm. talked about Snoop at the end of last year. We listened to it a lot. I was like, oh, great. Yep. Like, this would make a real great blend if you're DJing or whatever. This is fantastic. But then uh, to go G's and Hustlers, Cheese and Customers. Cheese and Customers. It's so clever, mm. dude. It's just like, just the little <laughs> subtle shift that keeps your ear engaged. Cheese up, dope. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese up, dude. <laughs> Man, I... Um, I also had the starts and ends with me. Do you? Like, like meme. Uh, the other one that, that stood out for me is um, Mattress Firm is who I bank with. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Like, Let's go. Yeah, it's just, look, uh, talking about the streets and selling dope has been done. Yes. It's been done, you could it say, overdone. It may be the most wrapped about thing that has ever been. That has ever been wrapped. Yeah. It's like that but, and but Sucker MC. money in a mattress, yeah. that's right. an interesting take on it. it it's just, he, he brings a, a breath of fresh air to a subject that has been wrapped about incessantly. And what I really love about this is, in some ways, it's not super macho. He's not doing it to prove to you that he's the hardest or he's Trapper of the Year. But you can tell that he's like, I'm knowledgeable. A real, I'm a real street dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but right. now I do music. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'm knowledgeable about yeah. these things, but um, he he approaches it in a way that's like, let's have fun with this. Like, let's not take this too seriously, which is my main complaint about a, a lot of the new stuff that I'm subjected to, Travis Scott. There's a Travis <laughs> Scott poster behind you. Oof, like, Jesus. Uh, is that what uh, that is? Yeah, that's yeah. I made him take it down. It was, it was, right, it was right here. I'm like, I'm not looking at Travis Scott wow. every time I sit on my couch. Yeah. So I, I told C- him he can bring it up with an elusive poster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just the the spirit of like having fun with words and wordplay right. um, is what makes this album so dope. It's what makes him such an incredible artist. And I would put him in a category of like one of two or three people right now that are like talking about you know, dope game, street shit, but are also fucking hilarious. Right. Um, Stove God Cooks 
I, I when I saw the track listing, there's not that many guests. I was like, man, him and Stove God should really do a track together. Oh, dude, be so totally. great, totally. I, or yeah. do hooks on each other's Step, record or yeah. something. Because they both have a sing-songy thing that they do. Songy, soulful, yep. like street thing that's funny and like really like just hot right now. Stove God Wolf, <laughs> <laughs> come on, damn, <laughs> dude, text him that right now. I know, yeah. totally. Right now. Yes. Yes. Hey, what are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Dave, and I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been at the crib just like working on my Bruiser Wolf impression, and now I can't do it. Um, Can I, I do one more? Because it really sure. like there's so many. It Absolutely really shows the how you have to say it like him, and I can't say it like him, but it's like curling weight like a barbell, stepping on heroin until I get a tar heel. It's like. Barbell and Tar Heel don't yeah. rhyme, but he makes it sound perfect. One hundred. The in between, I don't know, sound or note of the two things yeah. that makes it. Yep. It makes both sound real. Right. Yep. Right. right. And and to Dave's point, not not forced because right. sometimes yeah. cats will do that. Yeah. Uh, he stays within his character, within his voice, which is not his voice. And I always give props to rappers when we meet them and they like they talk in their rapper voice, but to not talk in your rapper voice means that you really worked on the delivery and the flow. Uh, he mentions a little bit about um, taking it on the road, uh, so excited for that. Hopefully, um, the Bruiser Brigade makes it out to the Bay um, on their next run. I but got the sense he really wants to level up, like, and I yeah. get that. Yeah. Like, it, it's like I feel like he's the Trinidad James thing and like some of the guest appearances he's made and some of the moves he seems to be making behind the scenes, like, he he says it, but he's like he he needs to get he needs to get up a little higher into it, and I think doing shows. What's the next rung? So huge in that, like New York Times feature, like yeah, Billy Woods kind of right. thing. Like right. it's like he, I mean Billy Woods drops two albums a year, this yeah, two <laughs> albums in a career, but yeah, I don't know, man. There's like I, I don't know what's next, but Alchemist, Br- uh, Bruiser Wolf, because yeah. that's kind of the yes. highest rung of what they're doing, right? Totally, totally. That did help. People we've been following level up quite a bit. Yeah, um, so it, it, pretty it, interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where his career goes. Um, but it seems like my story's got stories has been really readily received, and um, we wish Bruiser nothing but the best. And we got a chance to talk to dude. He's as hilarious as you think he might be, and it should be noted, this was the day after the NFC Championship game, and we did not bring up. The fact that the <laughs> Niners came back and beat the Lions. We we really didn't as much as I wanted to. Um, uh, the bros uh, chided me, so I, I did not. I did not jump out on that. I think at the very end we could have been like, and I'm sorry about yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna break out my scarf, <laughs> <laughs> red and gold. Uh, but yeah, super ran the ball like Debo. <laughs> We need a weird owl, uh, Nate album of Bruiser Wolf. You know what I mean? I just love the way he talks, man. It's I know. so tight. So yeah. unique, man. So unique. And just the punchlines that you guys just went over. Like, I'm going to be thinking about them at a red light tomorrow. Totally. Yeah, you know what abso- I mean? Absolutely. And laughing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you'll hear more and more. There's totally. so many throughout more and the more. album. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> more punchlines. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. This is our conversation with Bruiser Wolf. Dad bod rap hey, lady. Getting to know you the way that I did was a once in a lifetime thing. I can remember. Not a word was spoken. We just danced while our eyes did all the time. And when I held you in my arms, my whole world. 
Every week we talk to people who are moving and shaping hip hop culture. This week is no different. Joining us in Zoom, we have Bruiser Wolf. What's happening, man? What's up? Good to be here, man. Blessed, man. How y'all yeah. fellas doing? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Living, living the dream. Uh, your new album, My Stories Got Stories, is out. Um, the whole internet is is buzzing. We going over all the punchlines and different things. But what I want to ask you is like. Dope Game Stupid was like the breath of fresh air record of 2021. I think it was 21. Um, and then we didn't hear from you for a bit. And we did several episodes and we was like, where's Bruiser Wolf? Where's Bruiser Wolf? Obviously he was cooking. But how, what was your approach going into this new record? Like you're trying to follow up on a, on a dope debut um, and obviously get into some new things. So kind of what was your mindset going into uh, making my stories got stories? Well, my man said I was just like, you know, I was so amazed I never got any uh, reaction the way I did off Dope Game Stupid. So I just was like, thought that it was just going to be big for me after that, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I just I had to keep grinding and it, it made me just really want to make better music. It made me challenge myself to make that. Because I know when I made Dope Game Stupid, you know, uh, it wasn't like so structured. Danny just went through 30 songs I had and made it happen. You know, this shit right here, I put it together. I was, I was, I was damn near homeless. I slept in the studio. Um, whenever an engineer came in, I was on it. I, I was mm. really pissed off at my life and just looking at how shit could be better. I'm trying to be a better dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm. Provide be better. And it, I was hoping it was there. Like I said, um, I thought the money was calling, but it was pocket dollar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just had, that just really was the truth of it. And I, and I just had to prepare myself, man. I just, my mindset was just to, I was just so, you know, I was determined, bro, like to uh, yeah. Yeah. show people that I could do that shit again. You know what I'm saying? And also, yep. and also kind of like improve upon it. I think every good sequel gives you more of what you had in the first, but also adds on a little bit. So I'm wondering like when it comes to the punchlines, which you are known for, did you like, is there like a punchline farm? Do you like catalog them in, in different places? Like, where, <laughs> How do you cultivate that shit, man? Cause it's just so many. Hey. I'm just all that's what that's what it is. That's what rap is to me. I'm I'm thinking like uh a point guard, I got the illest handles. Like I'm gonna right, try this right. move on a motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm practicing all day. So it's just really like 
I'm pitting punchlines and every time I'm thinking, just anytime, anytime hit me. It's what I'm doing all day. That's the fun part of me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, the fun part of how I create, I just load them up in my notes and my phone. Uh, then it just be, sometimes you don't need a metaphor or punchline. Sometimes it just yeah. be some real shit that stick, you know? Uh, yep. So I just, you know, load up the phone, man. That's what I do. I write punchlines all damn day, every day. It could be about, it could be about a damn cupcake or a bowl right. of cereal. I don't know, you know? Do you whatever. just have like a white girl section? Like you have so many, <laughs> so many great white girls. I'm trying not to say cocaine. <laughs> yeah, no, perfect, perfect. But uh, yeah, it's just you know that white girl. Um, I'm tired of that white girl shit too. By the way, I'm tired. Of, <laughs> it has made me rap about expanding to rapping about women. Like I'm really tired of talking about the streets, man. The dope, you yeah. know. But I was tired of doing that shit too. So you know what I'm saying? Like actually living it. So I, I'm tired of talking about it as well. But it's just that white girl, and that's shit. We that's what we be saying, man. You know, it's yeah. so many more. Like we talking pig Latin. You you a hustler in the street. You got you can't even talk crazy on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So it's so much more shit I can talk about. But they really be asking me what that means. What like yeah. I have to by being a white girl, I can explain it a little bit more. It's more easier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This this is what I say on that one. I say that uh, this. Uh, this white girl ain't a woman. <laughs> Some shit I said. <laughs> yeah. So many of them. I'm just tired to say them though, man. But yeah. Man, well, um, congrats again on a tremendous sophomore effort. Um, can you let us know about just the Bruiser Brigade in general? Um, what are you guys working on and um how are things with uh Danny Brown? Oh man, uh the Bruiser Brigade, um, uh, you know, we uh working fat ray got something coming out. Uh me and Fat Ray was working on some things too. We we really got uh, a project ready. Um, everybody's still working and grinding, man. You know, uh, the um, me and Danny right now, man. Danny just man is a blessing, man. I just shit, man. When it got fucked up, when I when I was when we went on, we was talking about that year, that that long ass time I was off, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, man, I thought the money was calling, but it was pocket down. What the fuck going on? Now, you know what I'm saying, like and. Uh, to have somebody like him always worried about your best, worried about, you know, keeping your best in mind, you know, like all this shit is plotted. I ain't no shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, they called me out two weeks before uh, the, uh, the, the Young Black and Poor uh, video come out. Hey, come out to Texas, shoot this claymation video. I'm like, what? You know, and it all working with my album dropping. He, you know, when I was talking to my people, he asked them, they, they asked, they, they asked, say, when do you want Wolf to drop? Right after mass, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I didn't know that to recently. Now we talking about two years I've been off, and just to have somebody, man, he a man, you know what I'm saying? He got his own life and shit. He he worried about my bed. He got he got me at his heart. You know what I'm saying? He 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 um just always working and just how shit working on for me right now from the universe. It's all him, man. He got a lot to do with it. You know what I'm saying? He uh it's just a blessing to have him, man, for real. And I'm I'm just thank God every day, you know. Uh he playing chess. He doing his thing. He focused. You know what I'm saying? Man, um, hey, man, we we going up. This 24 is on. Nice. Thanks for that uh, background info. I think uh, one thing that's noticeable about the new record is you have some like immensely soulful beats, especially the Harry Fraud beat that kicks off the record on "Let the Young Boys Eat." Um, just. Uh, I don't I've Harry. never been to Detroit. Yeah, it's just it just sounds it just sounds so playerish. It sounds so Detroit to me. Can you just talk about some of the most soulful in, musical influences on this second record? 
Oh man. Um, well, I know I talked to y'all before, and I think I told y'all that you know stylistics always influenced me. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Magic. We used to get whoopings when we was eight, staying up all night. My daddy listened to Sunday Night Segway playing. We getting whooping to the stylists and shit. <laughs> you know, being from Motown, man, uh, the music that they made, uh, mm. it's from a cloth, man. It's, it's just, you know, it's going to be real for Michigan. It's going to be, you know, and when you come in real, it's going to come from the soul, you know. And uh, I just, I feel like I'm I'm the stylistics of rap. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the one can sing, you know, like, I'm the one got the voice or whatever. And I like singing like that, but. You know, that's where it come from, it, the, the soul. And like a lot of my music, I would make a lot of sad shit if y'all really wanted me to. Like I can really make some sad shit that I went through. I didn't see, I was six years old, seen the motherfucker get pistol whipped before. Like I got six. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, I was in a raid when I was seven. Police was hitting my cousin in the head and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much shit that I seen, you know. Uh, my music could be sad, you know, all the time. It could be real, and, and it feels soulful. You know what I'm saying? Mama mm-hmm. was a dolphin. That was, you know. Yeah, what I'm I was gonna say the last record. Yeah. You really yeah. waiting, waiting in the lobby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's kind of uh, uh, to be soulful is to be vulnerable, to be accountable for what you is. You know, like how the hell are we just gonna rap about bars? Just rap. You know what I'm saying? We gotta. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let y'all in on my life where I'll be fucking up, and we all ain't perfect. The human side of it. So. When you talk about soul, man, I look at the soul of it so many ways, you know, so many experiences. And and also the music background of Detroit, Temptation, Smokey Robinson, you know, the uh, the Miracles, you know, uh, Diana Ross, man, it, it, it goes on, you know what I'm saying? But that's where the soul comes from, for sure. That's a great question. Yeah, man, you, you absolutely was floating on a lot of these beats, but I, I did want to ask you about... Um, you have waiting in the lobby, and you you have the song uh, dedicated to your moms on the last record. Um, are you sure we're not ready for some sad shit? <laughs> I, you know what I mean. Like you each you touch on it once a record, but I just feel like uh, I mean you know uh, what what makes you feel like folks are don't want to hear you go there, or is that feedback that you're actually getting? People be like, nah, do the. Um, you know, I just feel that. You know, maybe I just, you know, I feel like I got more to offer, you know, yeah. than that. Um, if I get to a point in my life or in my career where they just really own that and I, I'm flexible, I don't give a shit, I just drop it like that. Yeah, I would do it, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel that people want to hear, uh, 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 they want to feel good, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And they, yeah. they want to feel realness too, you know what I'm saying? So just for me to be constantly telling I'm fucked up, hey, this is fucked up, you know, I, yeah. I just feel like, Maybe that would be boring, yeah. but um, you know, maybe we can do that. Though, but, but, um, I mean, <laughs> Danny Brown is a great example of like he's it funny as, sh- he's shit, funny as shit, but he will yeah. tell you some sad, disturbing shit like uh, uh, back to back. But um, I, I feel like this record is an amazing record. I don't know if you care about things like this, but Pitchfork, the review site, gave the record a six point one out of ten, which is a crime really and and we on the internets have been going back and forth about it number one do you care about shit like that and and, are and you that broke with that, that that broke my heart not to cut you off i unfollowed the motherfuckers Alphonse. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck was Alphonse, man who was this guy but no you know honestly you know i gotta keep it 1000 you know keep it real i love pitchfork 
And it's just an honor to have them review. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one. But I love this shit so much. You know, it's just like me. I'm a ball player. I'm coming to look at the damn, what the hell Stephen A. Smith say about me and my damn family? What? You know what I'm saying? What Skip Bayless say? You know, um, so I'm looking at that. That's the fun part to me. You know, I want people to enjoy my creativity. And I know damn well I work too hard and put too much into this album and even listen to critiques critics from last album to to make it better you know uh so for him to give me a six one that was and what did you hear what he said it was no mama it can't be another mama was a dope thing bro yeah. like what are yeah. you talking right. about right. if you want to listen to dope if you want another dope game stupid go listen to it it was yeah. made from my, it was made from my heart I, I can't duplicate that like that you know what i'm saying it'd be stupid they'd be like, oh he's trying to make another damn dope yeah. game stupid if i did that you know what i'm saying I wanted to reach out. I wanted to, we was doing new production. I wanted to branch out. I don't have no fucking ceiling. You know what I'm saying? I want to make mm. all kind of music. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know how he reviewed it. I, I really feel like fairly he just got onto my music. That's how I feel. But mm. Uh, mm. I respect, because he showed me love too. I respect his opinion like I respect anybody else. But, you know, if this is sport, I'm going to talk my yeah. shit, man. What are, you, what are you writing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all, all respect to Alphonse and all of that and Pitchfork. I love y'all. And, um, you know, that's what it is. Now, now I'm I'm looking forward to the next one they review. I'm they owe you an eight on the next want, one, bro. I want a fucking nine. I want a fucking <laughs> nine. I'm going to go crazy. I'm not listening to Alphonse and what he wants. I'm not listening to that shit because I don't know what he was talking about, but. It's all good in this respect. I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's what it's supposed to be. I enjoy it all. Nice. Well, I want to um, just uh, quickly uh, revert back to the album again. I mean, we were just talking about how much it's been just um, swirling in our heads and just how much we've been into it. Um, you know, you have Harry Fraud on there. Uh, Rafi does a bunch of beats. I mean, the the um, guest uh, appearances are incredible. But um, which tracks stand out to you? Like, when you wrapped up the album, which songs were you very proud of, most proud of? Um, it's like I can't do it that way. Like I, it's like I go off the when I first did it. You know what I'm saying? You got songs. You, mm. If you're an artist, you got songs you do, and you know I was straight. Then you got the ones you fucking feel like. Ooh, you wake up in the morning and want to hear them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So the ones that got picked out of all the songs I did, I felt every one of them. I'm telling you, it's just like making a, a baby, man. Like, this mm. shit is like, give my kids every song. But my favorite ones, just, you know, the point man's out, uh, when I did them, how high I was on them, it would have to be uh, the, the one with Trinidad. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I was trying to switch over to different productions, and I was on some Detroit production shit. My man Wiz, shout out to Wiz. He did dog food as well. Uh... I felt that one in my bones. I'm like, shit, I can hear my before my dad passed, he was banging that. Well, this the yeah. shit right here. You know, so I was fucking with that one heavy. And then um I like hurry up and buy. Mm. I love hurry up and buy. Ask the club for arms. He gave me a bird. Now I'm married to the game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It didn't run a tail. But uh that was just a special hook if you really hear. Yeah. For the kids that visit their dad in jail, like that's yeah. crazy. Well, that is my favorite line on the entire album. Yeah. That really yeah. takes it to a different place. Yeah, incredible. Man, man that shit terrible. But uh, and the other one was Dope Boy. Dope Boy. When I made Dope Boy, it was the first Thanksgiving we did after Bruiser dropped all the albums. Everybody, it was the first Bruiser Thanksgiving. Danny came home. Mm. 
We was eating donuts and shit and dancing in the morning and shit. And uh, he was like, who the fuck made this? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, Greg Zola, you know what I'm saying, my man, upcoming producer. But uh, I felt that one as well. It was a whole bunch of other ones I felt. We just didn't make the mix. So, But um, I'm trying to think, is it another one that I really fucking with? Uh, hard. Um, my story's got stories? Like the song? My story's got stories fire, but it's uh, I'm going to have to go with How At Your Name. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, of course, Harry shit. I feel, I just did Harry shit. They're like, that guy, make it. That's it, right there. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, so I fuck with Harry. Harry got some shit. Me and Harry got some shit. Man. But um, yeah, them, that's them my favorite. I damn, they named the whole album shit. <laughs> <laughs> the album's pretty freaking good. So that's that's a good totally. one, man. Uh, can you talk about your approach to guest verses? You've had some very memorable guest verses in the past couple of years. Um, it, are are you available? Should people be hitting the DMs trying to get a Bruiser Wolf verse? Like, what are you, what's your take on guest verses right now? Oh man, damn man, you got some great fucking questions. Uh, Thanks, man. <laughs> coming with them, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you, is, is I want to approach that in a couple of ways. I'm open like a motherfucker for verses. Um, you know, in this business, you know, if you use my platform to gain attention, I want to get fucking paid. It's the business. And hey, of course. I can use yours. I paid, you know, or if we mutual and we both can use it and we're going to do it, I'm with it. Let's do it. Ain't, we ain't worried about no money. Give me your, your BMI number. We, we roll. But as um, far as features, this is how I learn how to make songs. I be wanting, you want to kill a motherfucker every song. Like yeah. Danny taught me this and it was on Young, Black and Poor. I went in there trying to murder his ass. I was coming, like, I was every fucking word was the bar and shit. Like, I'm trying to, I'm rushing, cram. He like, whoop, that's crazy. But nigga, I can't hear that shit. Ain't butter, you know what I'm saying? And then I learned, too, it ain't always about the metaphors. It's mm. about a song. It's about a song, you feel me? Like, mm. uh, sometimes when you hooping, that motherfucking assistant when the game is better than uh, uh, scoring it, you know what I'm saying? So... Like, I love my feature with Chris Crack. You know what I'm saying? That was so good. I wanted to, like, I know the hook was was cold. I risked my life. You know what I'm saying? Fellow mm. Nick Sender. So uh, <laughs> I knew that the hook was hard. And I wanted to go crazy on it because it was, it was what I talk about. But I said, I'm going to keep it basic on the upcoming. Throw this bitch off the glass for Chris Crack. Let him catch that bitch. Take the hey. legs and, and yam it. You know what I'm saying? So I was yeah. with that. I learned to be a team player on my track. We get so caught up in egotistical. And, you got, we got to make a song. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Let Chris kill that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I do feel like that's the difference between the two records that you're rapping yeah. and your approach was so fresh on the first one. And on this one, the songs are better. Yeah. And it was easy to kind of, you had Rafi produce everything. We, you know, he whooped and shit as a, I learned that I couldn't get the crowd to jump motherfucking around in my pit like Z Loopers was doing. And I'm around hey. this motherfucker. What's going right. on? Right. You know, I got to give motherfuckers drinks. Like, I have a shot. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then you go on the stage with the GOAT, Danny Brown, you know, they going crazy. You know, he ain't got to say shit. They say that shit. So I learned that this album, I'm like, oh, it's going to be easy. You know, I can give him some up-tempo shit. I want some Detroit kind of shit on my shelf. Yep. Two bad bitches. You know what I'm saying? I'm about yep. to have that. We just jumping G's and hustlers, you know. We we grooving, you know. Uh, I did. I, I, that's how I knew how it was gonna be. But um, that that's just it. It just made me take it there, man, like that. And it it, it just 
they complimented everything from that last album, but it just, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of easy to, to do it, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, much thanks. appreciated. Yeah, it's dope to hear about how the live show influences the record. I, I feel like with a lot of, you know, quote unquote, underground artists, um, I listen to it and I go, I don't know how it would go up for this at a show. Like, yeah, yeah there ain't no yeah. drums. Like, this shit is dope, but I don't understand how you, you're supposed to get with it. I wonder with your delivery, uh, how do you get that off at the <laughs> show? And and if you ever come to the Bay, we pulling up. Like, I want to see the Bruiser Wolf show. But uh, yeah, how do you, how do you approach that in in a in a live setting to to have a feel similar to the record? Um, you just uh, I, I just felt like, bro, I had to make music. Like, motherfuckers ain't getting rich off streaming. You mm. know what I'm saying? You know, uh, it's merchant performances, bro. Yep. You gotta you gotta go crazy. So. You take Bruiser Wolf. Yeah, they only this the first time you see me. And um, how are you gonna take me? I have to be creative, I have to be a character, I have to have fun, I have to kick it just like you feel when you listen to my album. My album is is what's selling me to, to perform, you know. People want to come hear me do that shit live. And what's amazing is my voice is gonna sound the same as the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's just what it is. And that's what helped me create the album the way it did. You know what I'm saying? I could perform that 38 minutes straight. You know what I'm saying, and uh, and vibe with you, and you know, even my image gonna be different because of the album. You know what I'm saying. So uh, it definitely has a lot to do. The album has a lot to do with the performance and the way you vibe with this shit, man. You know what I'm saying. That's why I said, you know, how sad can we be? And you know, if that sad <laughs> shit be selling, I'm gonna have to pull up at night and sell you a vinyl to make some money. You know, I can't be yeah. on tour with that shit. Like it's just a piece of it would probably be on stage. Right. You know, like like when I do Mama Was a Dolphin, you gonna feel that shit the way you hear it because I I wrote it crying, I recorded it crying. I can't perform it with damn near without crying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Damn near just thinking about it making me choke up, but. It's just the way I deliver it, bro. Like, it's the inflections. Is that's what yeah. it's gonna be? It's gonna sound the damn same. You know, I have to yell through that song so I won't show you the crackle of my voice. I have to yell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that performance and everything go, comes in. I'm waiting for my tiny desk shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, mm-hmm. So the the album just dropped. So, but I was wondering um, since then. I mean, I'm sure you put the songs together, uh, you know, months prior, but what have you been doing since? And are you collecting music for another drop soon? Oh, yeah, we working. Um, I got some shit I'm working on with Harry Fraud right now. And shit, we about, I'm about 10 songs in on that. Oh, wow. You know, my repertoire, I like to do 25 to 30 or whatever. But um, mm. um, knowledge, um, I'm Ew. tapped in knowledge. Oh, nice. Shout out to knowledge, man. He sent me, you know, he made Mama was a dolphin. He been sending me shit. His he make my pen move a little crazy, man. So I got some <laughs> working with him. Uh, and me and Raffy, we sitting on the vault of shit right now. And uh, like I said, Fat Ray, you know what I'm saying? Me and Fat Ray getting mm-hmm. some shit. Like them two years we was off, we was like, we gotta do something to make some shit happen. You do album, we gonna do album together. You yeah, I'm gonna drop one week. So we was working like a motherfucker. So people think we probably wasn't working, but we was working, you know. And, Shit, man, there's more to come now that this shit is such a success now. You know, uh, it's yeah, getting booked all over the fucking place, Europe and shit, trying to time shit. So it's oh, yeah. a beautiful thing, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Congratulations, man. Well deserved. Yeah, lo love the record. Um, that we we were huge fans of Dope Game Stupid. It was been so great to see the growth and the change, and uh, we're just happy for you, man. And uh, would love to see you out on tour if it comes. And is, will there be vinyl for this one at some point? Yes, we, uh, they ordered right now. I just don't know. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say now that like having people pre-order enough and I want to wait till it's maybe like 30 days out, you know. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. We got yeah, the okay. dope game stupid vinyls. I sold out of all the autograph ones. So now we um selling mm -hmm. them, you know, at a better price and um reducing all the price. Man, I love my fans so much, man. I'm like, damn man, I made too much money off them. I gotta do <laughs> But thanks to my fans, they make it happen. So now I can give away. I can um uh, you know, do stuff like that. I'm gonna give away to all my subscribers. I'm gonna give away shirts to everybody uh, tapped in, man. This shit is so big and so unbelievable to me. Nothing without them for real. You know. But, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a large, by the way. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you want a hoodie or a shirt? What you want? You want a man, you need a shirt, man? Man, I, I, I need that hoodie, man. Um, I, I feel like with with every uh, artist on their like trajectory coming up, there's the there's a first dope record. If you're really good, you can follow it up with the sophomore release, and then it's like, do you have visions of? I heard the Trinidad James joint, and I go, do you have visions of a of something a little different down the road, kind of more stuff in that vein? Like you, you might see me. Um, like it's really right now. It's, it's so much like business, right? And it's like, yeah. if I'm a free agent, how I'm gonna come and flourish in your in your offense or your system or whatever, you know? So it's like I'm looking for good producers or you know, get a run with a producer. Uh, you know, it's like business now. I got the deal with Orchard, Sony Orchard. Uh, you know, uh, it really does come down to that, but really. What I'm on, like far as different sounds, like shit. I'm I'm do some Detroit music, you know. Maybe hey. shocked to hear me on some shit like that, you know. Uh, just more up tempo mainstream, maybe. Like I don't want to say yeah. mainstream because I love this underground shit. Y'all bring that yeah. mainstream shit down here to us, yeah. to the underground, let us rock because it's a whole culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's uh, like like T like you you and T Grizzly. How how yeah. how likely is that? Do you could you see yourself on some shit like that? It's whatever, it's business. As as the hey. big, big dog, you know, everybody going to the same yeah. superstar, you know. But if, if it happened, I'm with it, you know. Like, it ain't nothing. And talk about no paper with me, I'm good. You know, say so we can. But um, yeah, it's with it's with any of them. I know, I know a lot of them, you know. But uh, I'm just, you know, in my bag in my lane. And uh, when I spin the block, they gonna fuck with me, you know. <laughs> That's you know, what's up. Uh, that is what's up, uh, Bruiser. So glad to have a, another moment of your time, man. You, you, you know we're huge fans of the Red Bulls and shit. It's going crazy. I just want to talk my shit. The, the, the dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The, the, the dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The fiends up the block and all the ghouls still shoot. The, 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 the dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The, the, the dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. The fiends up the block and all the ghouls still shoot. Guess the riots is over, but Detroit still lose. We be ballin', rims big, we can't miss like we hoopin'. Bitch, I'm number one, but this a two, cause I'm hoopin'. Dick like we spoon Four fifth line you leave you clip but that's grooming. And you watch your man wipe that bitch like a groomin' and you knew then. Nigga, everything.
everybody hit her, but when I hit her, I bought her son some chicken tenders and a midget spinner. Uh, she said, woof, you're bagging off. Them bands came in hand just like jagging off. Listen, she's in limbo. I'm in the back of a limo with her kinfolk. She a freak, she let me be instrumental. She got in the window and that's none. Well, maybe you fools will get that line in about a month. <laughs> but back to these lanes, giving up the connect on the Yola. Be on Instagram, talking about they plug name and Doza. Stupid, when you get indicted by the fans. <laughs> Those stories get made up like beds. Just like oh, yeah. The game starts where it ends. So if you get caught, don't you talk like an imaginary friend. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The fiends up the block, and all the rules still should go. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The fiends up the block, and all the rules still should go. Push holes like 10 speed. White holes like Swiss cheese. Looking from the outside, who's in the kitchen? The white visit like peroxide. The dope game won't let me go. Detroit streets is hot. You could cook coke in a pothole, a pothole. I told my bitch step by step, if you're gonna whip it, whip it kind of clockwise like a Michigan left. Like a Michigan left. Yes, ain't no F some good. No F some it's good. a bird on the table, but it ain't Thanksgiving. It ain't Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, so much work. I need a cubicle. I need a cubicle. I make plays with rap. That's a musical. That's a musical. Yeah. A real one, and you know this. You know Your friends is on Instagram, and mine's on Otis. On Otis. I ain't trying to boast, but the room came with white squares like hotel soap. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The fiends up the block, and all the rules still should go. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do it. The fiends up the block, and all the rules still should The dope game's stupid. The kid has class, taste, finesse recognizes talent.